Blog Talk Radio. The Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Olmedo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house, and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! It's showtime, folks. Anyways, welcome to Pipe Bomb Radio, everybody. We're back on the air. Took a little break uh, to get some things done, but the boys are back. And I'd like to update everybody, let everybody know what's been going on in our absence, uh, what to look forward to in the coming months, because 2017 is wrapping up pretty freaking fast. But there is a lot to talk about, and, well, we're going to make the best of the time that we have. How about that? In the meantime, oh, oh, stop the presses, stop the presses. I, I, I don't know what to say about this, but Nate Milton is on time. I love it. I love it. No fashionably late entrances today. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Welcome, everybody, to the show. We have Alex and Nate, who is not fashionably late. I love it. Uh, you know, Felix, I, I figured we're we're back. This is our, our, our big uh, comeback show, and and also, I mean, I wanted to tell the world, and, and Alex, I I wanted the world to know, and I'm not ashamed, but Alex Cruz is my long lost son. Oh Jesus! <laughs> you know, well, uh, you know, l- let me just if, if this is the way that we're going to start, <laughs> I had a different approach to this entrance, but. I just want to let the whole world know that I am, I am, I feel nothing but gratitude. Gratitude to finally be reunited with my biological father. And this makes all the sense in the world to have such a great voice and this intellect when it comes to hosting radio shows and just knowing what to say, when to say it, and and the flow, how it just came naturally to me. And it's only evident that my biological father is Nate Milton. And I am, it's just, we just have so much catching up to do. And, you know, we've been really being, we've been able to bond over the last couple of weeks. We've, we've had to take this time off because we just didn't know if this was going to ruin pipe bomb radio forever, but we've made it work. And I'm glad that we, you know, Nate actually has been able to come out about this. And, um, and I just feel like a huge weight is lifted off my shoulders. So it's no better feeling than to, be able to host this show with my father, Nate Milton, and one of my best friends in the whole wide world, Felix Olmedo. I am so glad to be back. Well, this certainly took an interesting twist. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need a raise uh, in, in my salary, Felix, because I've got like 15, 20 years of uh, back child support I need to make good on. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I know a little thing about child support myself. Not that I've dealt with it personally, but I have heard and uh, seen seen the aftermath of all that. So yeah, we'll talk about that. But <laughs> I don't even know what to say to that now. I had to move on, and now I don't know what the hell to go where to move on from here. That's why I said it took an interesting twist. Anyways, that aside, gentlemen, let's start with uh, whoever wants to go first. How in the hell have you guys been? I know it was my, the last time we were on the air, it was myself and Nate. I know um, Alex had some things to take care of in the last uh, episode. And, well, how about this? Let's start with Alex since he's kind of been, been busy, busy, busy. Let's just say busy is an understatement. Alex, how have you been? What you been up to? Where you been hiding? I'm just kidding. No, but what you been up to, man? I've been good, man. You know, just I, I've been really keeping busy. You know, I'm I'm very excited to catch back up. You know, I had to... I had to open up my, my, my special little safe and pull out my official pipe bomb radio cell phone that I only use for pipe bomb radio. And, and I had to dust it off a little bit, make sure everything still works, oh. make sure the, the charge was full. But I'm so excited because, you know, there's just been so much going on. And uh, I've just been, just been traveling a lot, man, traveling and wrestling more than I really ha- imagined, you know, after, after kind of like pursuing this thing on my own. Um, you know, I'm preparing for uh, for a busy month of August. Um, I'll be hitting a few different states. I'll be going to Puerto Rico. Um, I'll be going back to Atlanta, Georgia. Ah, Nashville, Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, it's, it. it's been good, man. So, so on my end, you know, just uh, new opportunities, new places, and and that, that's that's been just a, a roller coaster in itself. And then with Elevate Pro, uh, the performance center has been great. We're up to about like. We're probably getting close to 20, 20 students, uh, 20 trainees, which has been great. And, you know, we're just – everyone's coming along very well. The trainers have been absolutely phenomenal. And we're preparing for a couple of shows coming up soon as well on our end. And a lot of good, man. You know, it's just it, – again, just if you're a fan, if you're a, a, an, a, an aspiring wrestler, or if you're just a wrestler, period, it is a great time to be in the business. And, and if you're surrounded by positive people in a positive environment – you're going to love every second of it. So it's been fun. So that's pretty much what I've been kind of keeping myself busy with. You know, what I definitely am looking forward to, I know you're probably not going to be able to say much about it right now, but I, how, okay, how do I phrase this question? Let's put it this way. What's the connection to you and Rudy Boy Gonzalez? Oh, (laughs) I saw a little interaction going on there and, I'm thinking, hmm, that's not a bad thing. It's actually a really good thing because if there's anybody that you can learn from, he's one of the best. Look, it, it's that. If you, that can't, if you can't reveal much uh, now, I totally understand. No, no, no. I, I can, I can, I can uh, speak on it. So uh, let's just – I'll give you a quick little recap. So uh, probably at sure. some point towards the, the, the back end of last year, um, I went to Dallas, Texas mm-hmm. for a show, and um, – and prior to that show, I had added Mr. Rudy on, on Facebook, and he didn't accept my friend request. I got a message saying, who are you? And I'm like, uh, my name is <laughs> Alex Cruz and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, have I met you before? And I'm like, no, sir. I just, you know, had a couple mutual friends and added. So he, he he's tough, man. Then then when I went to the show, I actually got the pleasure of meeting him and He's a very intimidating. He's a tough guy. He's, he's a he's a very old school. He's an old school guy. He, obviously, his accomplishments speak for themselves. And um, 
a veteran of the business and, and, you know, he's, he's trained some of the best and been surrounded by some of the best. And, uh, you know, I, I did a live Facebook feed just to kind of check up with everybody the other day. And, you know, he ended up getting with me on my feed. And then we, we spoke, uh, in private after on, on messenger and, you know, he ended up booking me for, uh, for one of his shows coming up in December. And, uh, so it's pretty cool. I'm, I'm very excited nice. because that nice. came out of nowhere that there was no previous interaction. There was no nothing. It's just, he, you know, he just hit me up and, you know, now I'll be going to the, uh, to Texas wrestling entertainment in December and, and I'll be wrestling out there for him. So, uh, no pressure, you know, uh, just, you know, don't, don't break a leg or anything. You know, I just got to go out there and do, do what I've been doing. And yeah, so it's, it's, it's an honor, man, but it's still very intimidating. So it's pretty cool though. No. And, and one thing I can say, and I know Nate, Nate and I have sat under the learning tree with Mr. Rudy boy for quite some, uh, many times actually. And yes, he can be intimidating, but once you know him, the, he, he's, a, he's an amazing guy to, to, to know and try having him, Danny Cage, Luke Cox, and let's, who else did we have together? No, no, it wasn't Luke Cox. I'm sorry. I think it was at the time we were setting up something with, uh, oh, Sir, Sir, Sir Mo, I believe it was. Anyways, these guys yeah. who are the old, like you said, old school, and yeah, they kept it, let me just put it this way. <laughs> Nate and I didn't really have to talk much. We didn't have to talk at all. Hardly. But, again, going back to that, uh, what you were saying, yes, if you can learn from somebody, he is definitely one of the best. And what I can say, as far as what my observation would be, and I, don't, I can't speak for him because, I mean, I'm not him, but he's seen what you've been doing, man. He's, uh, he, he's very observant of a lot of things, and he wants people to be passionate about what they do. That's one right. of the key things he always mentioned whenever we had him on the show. Passion. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Show me what you got. Show me that you want it. Yep. And seeing the shit that, seeing all the stuff that you've gone through and done for yourself, like you said, you did this on your own. Nobody's helped you do anything. You've done it yourself. Right. And that's that's what he did. That's what he respects. And like you said, you guys established a bond already, already talking and so forth. So that's my observation. And I think he respects the hell out of you for what you're doing. Yes, so, I, I, I appreciate the, uh, the kind words on that. You know, it's just one of those things, man, that, uh, it, it, it it's humbling, you know, because I I would never, you know, he, again, you know, I'm not, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I mean, he's definitely an intimidating person, you know, especially if you if you just talk to him or haven't really met him, you know, and I I at least have been able to break that ice and meet him, but still, he's a very firm person, and you know, so I guess yeah. you know, I'm, as I told him, I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna keep on doing what I'm doing and and let let my actions speak for themselves and. um you know, I'm ready to roll. I can't wait to, you know, hopefully turn some heads and continue to do what I'm doing. And um, I plan on evolving a little bit more towards the back end of this year as, as, as the Aztec Warrior. And and I got some new things up my sleeve, so I'm pretty pretty excited for for uh, the end of the year, beginning of 2018. So a lot of a lot of things coming. Absolutely. Now let's go ahead and turn the mic over to the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Hey, Nate Nelson. The busiest man, in sh- the, the busiest man in show business uh, these days. He's the uh, most underrated talker, I think. I know because he doesn't. I don't believe he gets the credit he truly deserves because he, he puts himself out there and interacts with everybody he talks to, not just here on the show, not just on his fifteen thousand different shows he runs or is part of, but also on on social media. And let's say he's got a, he's got a following. 
so the fact that he's hung in there with us all these years, we're definitely grateful for that. And, well, Nate, catch us up on what's been going on with the Godfather. Well, yes, brother, you you mentioned uh, the the numerous uh, amount of podcasts, and that's still going strong. The Kings of Sport is coming up on its 200th episode in a couple weeks uh, with myself and Marcus from Yahoo Sports, so that's still going strong. Felix has been on the program before, and then maybe one of these days we'll have to get Alex on the show. Yeah, yeah that's it. Hear his thoughts, because Mark, Marcus is definitely a uh, wrestling fan, as Felix knows, so I'm sure that'd be a fun uh, a fun conversation. Especially to find uh, out that you have a son. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, we gotta let the people know. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm, I'm tired yeah. of, of of fathers, you know, who aren't there for their for their children. So, you know, I don't want to be a, a deadbeat dad. No, look, uh, uh, Nate, <laughs> Nate. With that, I, I just want to make sure I publicly say that look, I, there's no hard feelings. It's it's what you do from this moment forward after we found this out. So, um, the fact that we're able to play on on uh, Facebook Messenger, video games, and pool and stuff like that, you know, it's just Good father-son bonding time, so I definitely look forward to it, and I'll, I'll let the world know after this uh, this podcast. Now that they've heard it here first. Yeah, I just had the no, uh, the I make sure I have to get more on the week, show here. <laughs> we had just to listen to the cat to the, the cradle. <laughs> I mean, uh, in the in the uh, case of uh, the Aztec warrior Alex Cruz, <laughs> <laughs> you are the father. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Oh, <laughs> I miss you guys. What can oh, I say? Yeah, you know, the, the shows are going good, man. Uh, Pipe, uh, Pipe Bomb Radio, of course, but uh, also Kings of Sport. Uh, the stuff with the guys over at Live Audio Wrestling uh, still going strong. Uh, the Keep It 2000 show is starting to gain a little buzz and gain a little traction from uh, some people who, let's just say, I'm just going to say people who are associated with uh, 2000 Monday Nitro, so we might have some... Uh, Big name uh, guests coming up here in the future, uh, which will certainly That's make cool. for some uh, interesting conversations. Uh, so yeah, man, just been real busy with okay. with the uh, podcast and uh, you know just the day to day life, man. My nieces are in town for the summer, so uh, it's been a good been a good uh, couple months, man. Good deal, good deal. And you know, since we've been on, since we talked at this point, the last time I think it was Nate and I that we were talking about. Uh, Great Balls of Fire and what's led up to this point with Battleground. There's been a lot going on in the in the world of sports entertainment, pro wrestling, WWE, just Impact or no, I'm sorry, not even named Impact. It's Impact Wrestling, but it's GFW. Good grief! There's a lot to go on that's going on that we need to catch up on and, and just just mention because first off, I'd love to give you guys get your guys' thoughts on the Brock Lesnar Samoa Joe match. I think that was probably the most fun I think Brock has had in a match in a, in a long time. Nate, oh, you yeah. want to you want to start this one? Go ahead. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, you know Brock certainly you know coming from the uh, world of the UFC and MMA as well as pro wrestling uh, doesn't mind you know giving a beating as well as taking one. And I think Joe's the the perfect for it. you know you and I talked about it before the event man that. It was going to be a physical matchup, and you know it was going to. It wasn't going to be you know your classic Flair Steamboat matchup, but it was great in its own right. And I think I'm really looking forward to what we've got going forward at SummerSlam. You know, with the match announced this week, the four-way with Strowman, Brock, Roman Reigns, and Samoa Joe. I think 
that's going to be more of the same with those four big dudes in there. So I thought it was a great showing for Joe. And, and I'm, as somebody that's followed Joe's career for a while, both in ROH and uh, TNA, it's good to see him, you know, finally getting his due after, you know, putting in all his time, Alex. Yeah, uh, I totally agree with the same thing. You know, it, it, the the match that we saw at, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I had to do it one time, sorry. Uh, the match that we saw that night. I already um, did it a few times myself. <laughs> no, I know. You kind of have to, you know. And, and I do love how the logo had two balls of fire next to each other, like just literally <laughs> two perfectly placed balls by the logo. But anyway, so um, – no, that match was hard-hitting, wow. smash-mouth, back and forth. You know, you obviously have two guys who can go. Um, they really they, they built up Samoa Joe so strong in that match because obviously Joe is a man who can do it. And, you know, when you look at the match itself, I mean, he literally had Brock Lesnar within seconds of losing, and out of nowhere, you know, Lesnar gets this second wind and F5 and we're done. But I truly, I'm very excited about the four-way match because now I don't see how Brock can come out on top. Um, my money and I don't I think he will. Bet, yeah, no, no. I, I think that if I had to pick anybody, and, and what I'm hoping, um, I would love to see Braun Strowman get the strap. And uh, you know, some people might say it might just be kind of too soon or whatever. But look, if, if Strowman can come out on the top. The way he's been rolling lately, I think, you know, we can have somebody holding on to that belt for a while. Um, I personally want to see Strowman versus Brock one-on-one, but, you know, because to see how that would work out. Because we've already seen Brock and Reigns. We've already seen Brock and Samoa Joe. We've seen uh, Reigns and Samoa Joe. You know, we've seen all those combinations. I think Samoa Joe and and, uh, Strowman would be really cool, but I would love to see uh, Brock and Strowman and, and uh, somebody better make it happen, or else. <laughs> well, the way it's looking too is the fact that uh, that uh, Brock might be on the way out the door from the, you know speculation that he might not be si- signing again. But I think that's just leading to the fact that he may try to get more out of his contract. Maybe not. I don't know. Speculation always out there before somebody's contract comes up, and the idea that the guy, I guess they caught him over there at UFC. Uh, thinking about going into the octagon one more time, which is why I think I think if that's the route he's going to go, and this is just just my opinion, I don't know any of it if, if to be true or not. Who knows? None of us will know until it happens. But if that was the route he's going, and WWE is aware of it, they will get the strap off of him sooner or later. Maybe sooner than we think. My opinion, honestly, right. is that they're going to put it back on Reigns because they they're dead set on making this guy legit, whether we like it or not. And he's got a lot of – he's already proven a lot. He has really nothing left to prove at this point. The point that he falters in it, we talk about it constantly, is that it could it could have ended so much better for him uh, had he gone down the road that many of us thought he could have gone after WrestleMania. I think he's starting to pick up that steam a little bit, but I wonder if it's too little too late. I don't know. We'll see. Because, obviously, with the Twitter wars between him and Cena – that's going to happen down the road. The way they're building that mm-hmm. up might be even at WrestleMania for all we know. But that's not all. Obviously, just recently uh, they brought back 
the most ridiculous looking structure I have ever seen in my life. And I still don't <laughs> get why it would, but you know, it is what it is. It's the, the Punjabi prison. Now, don't get me wrong. I am digging Jinder Mahal, Mahal as a, as CEO, as a, as a champion, as what he's doing, because it's, it's different. It hasn't been done in a while. And the last time due to whatever controversy that was going on at the time, obviously they couldn't do anything with Muhammad Hassan at that time. We'll leave that alone. But right now it's a good time to have a different champion. Randy Orton is always good when he's chasing the title, but it is time to kind of move move aside and let's see who else it'll be. Obviously those who've seen SmackDown probably have an idea who it might be. In the meantime, I'll leave that alone as well. (laughs) Don't you start now. Anyways, you know, I just don't get the whole Punjabi prison. It is what it was. It was just a hoo-ha. You know, it wasn't a real actual match. It was from what I understand. It was one man against, well, three and then a returning giant. Thoughts? <laughs> yeah, Punjabi prison, it's, it's, not about, it's not about understanding the match. It's about the, the tall stack of, uh, okay, Bamboo the tall stack of man that, that, that came with the Punjabi match. <laughs> so uh yeah, okay, so that's a better way to look, put it. Okay. Let's let's look at it this way. So a lot of people you're gonna have the, the Smarks and the the, the, the WWE sure. journalism team experts, extraordinaires all commenting you see all over Facebook, but let's be realistic. And those what they're doing <laughs> Hey love, what they're doing with Jinder Mahal is pure genius. The man looks like a million bucks. He has he's got the everything you want in the bad guy gimmick simply because of the way he looks and the fact that he's not American, so everybody off the bat, off the bat loves it, and and they're, they're gonna hate him for it. So why not? So now you had the two little Singh brothers at his side. So you know now that whenever you step into the ring with Jinder Mahal, you have to worry about two other guys, correct? Now, now yeah. here's the plot twist. Is Kali going to be here for the long haul in his title reign? Because now, not only do you have to worry about the Singh brothers, you have the great Kali. He is building a stable around him that is going to secure a, a long-term title reign. And whoever is going to beat him is going to have to basically fight out four other four total people in order to, to get a championship. So, me personally, I think it is awesome. SmackDown is so entertaining to watch, and it just... I mean, what do you think, Dad? How, how do you feel about this? Because you know, I feel that you know now that we're we're, we're connected just on another that. level, wow. you're probably you know thinking the same way. <laughs> I, I really have liked what they've done so far with gender. I think that at first it, it certainly started as a uh, I don't want to say publicity stunt, but it certainly was geared to opening up that Indian market. You know, in terms of getting viewership and, and eyeballs. <laughs> over there but what gender's done you know he's had he's got this opportunity and he's ran with it and i like what they've done with with him and the Singh brothers uh even though the punjabi prison match is never a great match technically uh it, it's a spectacle and seeing kali come back uh was a was a spectacle and i think i'd like to say gender holds on to this for a while but there's a part of me that feels He's going to drop it at SummerSlam to uh, Captain America. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Dun, 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 dun. Sorry. 
Well, I don't see the point in giving him another title. That's um, we'll get into that discussion as we get closer to SummerSlam. Let's, I'll leave it at that because I wait, I wait, 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 time out, time out, time out, time out, time out. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Oh no. God, he's getting defensive. Watch out, folks. Wait a second. You said that you don't <laughs> see the point in giving John Cena another title run. No, I don't. Why? I don't. What's what's because he's going to break Ric Flair's record? No, uh, I don't most... give a damn about that at this point. What is it going to accomplish? Having the most world title, most world title runs in the history of WWE. They're already building him up to be the greatest WWE star of all time. What more does he need to add to his crescendo, to his credentials, if you will, of uh, of, of things he's accomplished? He already took yeah, away okay. something from the Undertaker that I still haven't forgiven him about. Being the winner of the Royal Rumble at number thirty, then that's the following year after the Undertaker did it. Damn it! So, what else does he need to do? What, what what does he need to prove? What at this point and at this stage in his life, what's left for him to prove? So he gets another title. Run. Okay, so he's the only man in history, in WWE history, who's been a seventeen-time champion. Okay, next. Sure. <laughs> that's my view. I think I think the seventeenth title what run is necessary prove? because. If not, he's always going to be the whole, oh, him and Ric Flair's tied for the most titles. No, he's going to pull away. Now, granted, do I think it should be against gender? Uh, maybe not. I think it should be a little bit more meaningful. But, hey, you know, he might be an 18-time, maybe a 20-time champion. You never know. You don't know what they're trying to do. But um, I, no, I don't I see don't. You're right. you know, they, they have to make They have to make this next run legitimate, not, not like what they did the last go-around. Uh, do I feel like he has anything else to prove? No, but I still think he's got some gas in the tank, and he definitely has another more, t- a few more titles to go in there. So I totally think he should have another title run at some point. So uh, I kind of expected you to say that, so that's okay. That, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> he should have been the one to retire the Undertaker. Agree to that. Oh, Ooh. don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. We have to have a debate on that. We may have to have I a mean, debate. It's gonna, it's, it's gonna happen, Felix. Like I, I, I don't think he needs well, see, it, quote unquote. But it happening. I it's just gonna happen because the, the company, like you know how much the company loves to have their own narrative and create their own version of the history oh, of wrestling. Of course. So sure. they want to have John Cena, quote unquote, as the greatest superstar ever. And part of that is he's won more titles than anybody, even though Ric Flair did it better. So, you know, they're, they're going to have or, their own narrative of history. Going technical, then Jerry Lawler was the one that had, he held a title 23 times during his run, if we want to go even further than that. I don't know if Memphis is on the uh, network, that. so it doesn't, it, it doesn't count. It's not on the network. No, I guess not. <laughs> anyway, no, I, I, get the, I get the point, guys. I just don't agree with it. That's my thing because, look, He's off doing other things. He's considering himself a free agent. He's able to bump or jump from show A to show B. He's going to be going back onto a limited schedule down the road. And, again, then people are going to be bitching the fact that he's not there enough to defend the title as he should be or whatever, like they did with Brock Lesnar. And then, okay, he wins another title. He's 17-time, 18-time champion. My thing is it's time to build towards the future of this company. It's time to see what other talents are going to step up why do they have to go back? Because he's a safety net. He's a safety net that they can know that they know they can rely on because they feel that they don't want to put this into somebody else's hands yet. Randy Orton still hasn't done it and probably won't do it. 
Jinder is holding the title now, but who's going to do it next? Of course they're going to jump back to their safety net because he's always going to be there. Did you did both of you guys uh, watch SmackDown tonight? Um, I'm, I haven't I'm got a chance yet. I have it on DVR. Right, do, do, do you care about spoilers? I don't. I, I, I can assist on one. Spoil away, man. Because <laughs> the, the the match that they're setting up for the number one contender is uh, John Cena and Nakamura for next week, which it's going to be a big show next week. But I don't know. I don't know if I would have gone to that because I think Nakamura, to me, in a perfect world, he's the guy that would have I would have had eventually beat Gender down the line. Uh, but they're going to knock and so Cena too. next week. And I think Cena wins, so you know it's kind of like, well, didn't do you go back to Cena and Nakamura after that? Like what, you, you know, you talk about who's the next generation, who's gonna be that next guy? Do they, do they go with Nakamura? Do they go with Baron Corbin? Who's got the briefcase? What's what's that transition? Well, I mean that that's a good that's definitely a good uh, a good way to look at it. I mean you gotta you also have to look at it when you talk about next generation because. Nakamura technically isn't considered next generation because I mean he's pretty much the same around no. that around that same age yeah. as the AJ Styles and the John Cena's and all those guys. So um, sure, I, I definitely think that if, if you want to on a booking standpoint, John Cena versus Jinder Mahal, America versus India, you know USA versus you know over overseas. Of course, that's that's the classic way to go. Um, sure. But, should, should that be revisited? Yes. Um, but do do I also think that AJ Styles and Nakamura should be up there as well? I think, you know, we should, you know, I, I like what they're doing with Styles, but I think at some point after SummerSlam, they need to start putting him back up there in that title picture, especially if Nakamura is going to be sitting up there. Um, and then you have Baron Corbin lingering around, so never know. Ooh, honestly, I think what wow. I do, I would, I find some way to get the title onto title onto either Nakamura or AJ, and have that be like build that up to your Mania match, and then have Corbin cash in at Mania after AJ and Nak go out there and tear the house down. That's that's a good route to go. Uh, I agree with that one uh, because again, you know, John Cena's a free agent, and somehow they can him into the Roman Reigns world and, you know, maybe have Roman Reigns retire John Cena, too, as he did The Undertaker. You know, I mean, hell. It's just, oh, uh, man. Wow. <laughs> no, no, no. The, le- the legend killer that Roman Reigns. turn the internet world into an uproar. <laughs> oh, I know, right? No, that, that would turn that, the internet world upside down. Yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen. But anyway, <laughs> just a joke, people. Oh, gosh. I think that, that, might, that, that, might literally make, that might literally make Alex cry if they see Cena get retired. Oh my God! We might have to make that happen. Hmm. Oh, with Cena. With the question is, would Cena have to do a strip tease like your boy Taker did last year? A uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. Pulls I off the, uh, pulls off please, the please, the shorts, please. Takes off the wristband. Would, would, would Cena have to do a strip tease, uh, uh, Felix? <laughs> oh, y'all are getting savage on me now. You guys got to calm it down now. Calm it down. Take take off the wristbands. Take off the joints. Fold them up. Lay them in the middle of the ring. <laughs> oh, 
Ouch. Oh, oh, getting vicious with me now. That's all right, though. That's all right. Because <laughs> I'm moving on. <laughs> Anyways, guys, let's start to uh, t- talk about wrapping it up for uh, for tonight. We're going to uh, close it up early tonight. We just wanted to get back on. And, uh, just, of course, not to mention let everybody know what we've been up to. Uh, catch up a little bit on what's been going on. We still have more to catch up on, which is coming up in the coming weeks, of course. And maybe, maybe, just maybe, I'll reveal to the world what I've been up to for the past couple of weeks that we've been off as well. Uh, in the meantime, I will let you all kind of stew in it and wonder what I've been up to. Those of you who know me and follow me on social media probably already know. I don't have as huge, as huge a following as Nate or, or uh, okay, or his, little, or his little guy, his little Aztec warrior. But I have a a decent following, so I'm good with that. In the meantime, guys, um, we do have some things in store coming up for August. I always love the idea of getting closer to SummerSlam, always talking about maybe some favorite SummerSlam moments. And uh, because there's so many many moments in the past to talk about. That's something that's been pondered down the road as well as we get closer to the WrestleMania of the summer, if you will. Any uh, final thoughts as we close out tonight, uh, guys? I uh, will start with you, Nate. Any any final thoughts, closing moments, closing ideas? Oh, it's just uh, fun to be back on here with you fellas, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to this road to SummerSlam because uh, it's it, there's a lot of stuff going on in the wrestling world, uh, and it's not just WWE. You know, you got GFW and Ring of Honor and a whole bunch of stuff out there, so it should be a fun summer. And uh, if the listeners want to holler at me, they can find me at uh, in the number eight M O Z A I K at Nate Mosaic on Twitter. Yeah, we definitely want to talk about the whole Hardys and GFW that continue to battle over the broken gimmick. That's something I definitely want to open a forum to discuss about because that's been kind of crazy. And I definitely would love to get you guys' thoughts on it down the road, of course. In the meantime, Alex, how can uh, actually? I think yours is so basic and so simple. But I still, for those who uh, who can't hear, who have a hard time hearing, or have a bad memory like me, please update us on how fans can follow you. No problem at all. Um, if you guys are trying to keep up with what I'm doing, where I'm going to be, uh, what I may be thinking, saying, doing, etc., um, <laughs> I'm very, very easy to follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, all at Alex Cruz Nation. That is A-L-E-X-C-R-U-Z-N-A-T-I-O-N. And that is for Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat, at Alex Cruz Nation. Follow me. I can't promise you to follow back, but if you say, hey, I heard you on Pipe Bomb Radio, you might get a 25% chance that I will follow you back. But, hey, I still love everybody. So just, <laughs> this I, is just true, folks. He, he, he don't even follow me on Twitter, so, you know. What? I'm barely on Twitter. <laughs> but I follow you on everything else, Nate. I sw- Oh, Felix, my bad. Ow, ow, oh, well. Sorry, but, sorry I'm just, I'm, I'm too busy caught up thinking about my dad. You know, like, it's just too much to handle for. <laughs> oh, jeez, so. Louise. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm going to do with you guys. <laughs> you know, this is, this is something, this is something that I, as the, in my final thoughts here, this is something I would love to have moved into a actual station, if you will. Let's put it this way. Like a similar to a podcast one deal, Nate knows my thoughts on that. I would love to get it into a podcast station, any radio station or something, have you guys there in person because I believe in person, 
if you think we have a lot of fun right now, spread out around the, the United States, imagine the three of us in the same room. What kind of shenanigans we would be doing? Are hey, I'm already trying to Or talking like to right. somebody about. What's that? <laughs> I said for WrestleMania next year, at some point, we got to get together and do a live podcast. It's already on my to-do list on organizing it. <laughs> well, we got to get Nate down that way, though. He's a little further out than I am. Right. Well, mate, Actually, I know, this, we this, to get this is... I will say this upcoming WrestleMania, it's a little bit closer for me. Are you closer to New Orleans? Hint, hint, wink, wink. I'd happen. Yeah, I'm, I'm closer to New Orleans than uh than uh Dallas. Okay, okay. Maybe it's me that's closer to Texas, I guess. Okay. 